Welcome to the Husband Material Podcast, where we help Christian men quit pornography. So you can change your brain, heal your heart, and save your relationship. My name is Drew Boa, and I'm here to show you how. Let's go. Hey, everyone. Before we dive into today's topic, I want to share some of your words that people have been leaving in the reviews. Roman says, Drew speaks from a fantastic breadth of experience. With an unending bucket of optimism, his words are powerful, gospel-based, and healing. Thank you for freeing me from sexual strongholds and for doing so for so many others. You are a force for God's kingdom, and I'm so glad you have this platform. Keep on loving. Thanks, Roman. And to everyone else, if you want to be featured with a review, um, I would love to read your words on the next episode of Husband Material. So go to iTunes, go to Spotify. Leave a review and let's see what you say. And if it's a bad review, that's okay too. Just give me honest feedback and I would love to read your words. Okay, today we are diving into this topic. It's a single sentence and if I can convince you of this one sentence today, it will be a success. The sentence is this, your struggle with porn is not your fault. It's not your fault. Yes, you made choices that contributed to where you are today, but your struggle with porn is not your fault. You say, Drew, how can that be? Well, let me ask you a few questions. Was it your fault that you grew up at this unique time in history when internet pornography became widely available and wildly available, accessible, affordable, anonymous, for free? Was it your fault that you grew up in a family where sex was a dirty word? It was nasty. It was something we didn't talk about, something that was off limits. Was it your fault that you didn't get training on a positive vision for what to pursue sexually? Was it your fault that all you got were prohibitions and here's what not to do and don't have sex before you're married and you didn't get any kind of warning? Was it your fault that your church only taught you what not to do sexually and to save yourself for marriage, but not what to pursue and what sex is actually for? Was it your fault that nobody warned you about the dangers of porn? Was it your fault that when you actually became involved with porn, nobody helped you quit or get out of it? Was it your fault that you had no one to talk to about this and no one supporting you on this journey? Was it your fault that you didn't have the resources you needed to get freedom and healing from a young age? And then after 10 years, you're still trying to find freedom, but all you have is these shallow surface level solutions like accountability software and this purity group where all we do is tell each other how we sinned. No. This is not your fault, people. When I get new clients, I ask them a few questions. And one of them is, how much of your problem with porn do you believe is your fault? The answer choices are, not at all my fault, mostly not my fault, mostly my fault, and all my fault. And guess which one people choose the most? All my fault. It's the voice of self-hatred. It's the voice of shame. And I believe that is the voice of the enemy. It's the voice that says, you idiot, are you even a Christian? You've ruined everything. Look what you've done. You're such a screw up. I I know that voice very well and I've listened to it for many years. That's the voice that keeps us trapped in porn, my friends. And you might say, well, in God's view, I mean, I am a sinner and this is a sin. So doesn't that mean it's my fault? No. Here's how we need to change the conversation. Yes, you made choices that contributed. Blame shifting, either putting all the blame on you or all the blame on somebody else, doesn't 
help anyone. Even back to the garden where Adam says, uh, the woman you gave me uh, caused me to eat this fruit. He's playing the victim. I'm not telling you to play the victim. I'm not giving you an excuse. I'm not saying you don't have to do any work to quit pornography. What I'm saying is blame shifting is unhelpful. And I think it colludes with the work of the spiritual forces of darkness. So here's what we need to do. Rather than putting the blame all on me or all on my parents who should have helped me or all on my church who should have done it this way, we need to see it as a system of contribution. Say, yeah, my church contributed with their lack of resources and not being willing to talk about it and maybe doing a sermon series, but that's it. And my parents contributed by not creating a safe space for sexuality to be a normal part of life and turning it into this thrilling yet forbidden area where I had to discover stuff on my own. And you can name your own contributions and the choices that you made to get you where you are today. Yes, sin is a choice. And we have made choices. The thing is, the set of choices that we have had to choose from is something that we did not choose. And sometimes using porn as a choice actually helped us in times when we felt emotionally abandoned or abused or alone. Porn was a way of coping with pain that was a lot safer and seemingly a lot less destructive than some of the other choices we could have made. So here's what you need to hear, my friend. In some ways, porn saved your life. It was your emotional life jacket. Here's the problem. That life jacket that helped you survive as a kid is now turning to stone as an adult. And it's causing you to sink to the bottom. And you have a choice right now whether you're going to keep it on or take it off. It's not your fault. It is your responsibility. You have made choices to use pornography, and you now have choices to heal from pornography in so many ways. There are more resources than ever. There are more recovery programs than ever. There are more experts than ever. I am becoming one. And we are here together because you have chosen to listen to this podcast You have chosen to pursue healing in some way, and you're contributing to that final destination of freedom. I honor you for that. I want to say, well done for that. And you now have choices to pursue deeper levels of healing, whether that means a new resource that will take you deeper, like the Unwanted Digital Workbook, whether that means starting a group using redeemed sexuality or joining a pure desire group. Whether that means signing up for a free coaching session with me where I can listen to your story and hear your heart and answer any questions you might have. Whether that means doing whatever it is that you know you can do to get freedom that will last. It fires me up that just like technology has been a huge part of the problem of pornography, it's becoming part of the solution. And this online ministry of podcasting and videos and whatever, it's becoming a force for good, a force for God's love to come into our lives. And so right now, I just want to say thank you and I honor you. And just like your choices have contributed to your sexual brokenness, you now have the opportunity for your choices to contribute to your sexual healing. So I want to take a moment to just honor you. 
in that. And I think when you take this perspective of contribution rather than blame, there are really two results, honor and honesty. I can be honest about what happened to me and the things I didn't choose and the ways that other people have harmed me or neglected me, whether it's my parents or my church or whatever. And I can honor them because I know that my parents and my church, they were not equipped to help me and they didn't know what they were doing. And I can honor myself. I didn't know what I was doing. It's not all my fault. So contribution, not blame, honor and honesty. My friend, your struggle with porn is not your fault. It is your responsibility. So here's what I want you to do. In the show notes, there is a phone number. It's not my personal phone number. It's just a work phone number. And I want you to text the word HEAL to that phone number as a way of saying, yes, I am choosing to heal. I am choosing to contribute to the final destination of freedom that I know God has for me. And let's start that conversation, my friend. Always remember, you are God's beloved son and in you, he is well pleased. 